Hello Dark Charm fans, this is Dan the Man, and this is a brand new episode of the Zany Brotherhood of Ridiculous People. And in the words of Burt McGonagall, it starts now. They came from the four corners of America to defend our way of life, to boldly stand against the forces of darkness when the USA needed them most. Sadly, they didn't do a very good job of it. But hey, they can't all be winners, right? Burt McGonagall's The Tales of the Brotherhood of Ridiculous People starts now. Episode 9, Billy Aykroyd, The Medium! On this exciting episode... Agent Mills landed in LAX, got a rental car, and went in search of the medium. There was no answer at his door, and for some strange reason, the door was left open. When she walked inside to see if he was still there, she saw that the house was covered in trash, drug paraphernalia, broken bottles of Jack Daniels and Southern Comfort, and an acoustic guitar. She received a telephone call from the local police who she was in contact with as a person with the description of Mr. Aykroyd was apprehended at the Pussycat Strip Club in the San Fernando Valley. After a 15-minute drive, she walked to the seedy strip joint as several women of differing sizes and colors were shaking their money makers on the stage. Wowza! Hubba hubba! And that's some hot shit right there! Don't blame me! I've not been with a woman since 1982! Sometimes being a ghost is not fun! Where was I? Oh yeah, Sagent Mills! Her face grew disgusted as she walked up to the fat, balding bartender nearby. Sadly for him, he was just a strip club cliché. Uh, excuse me. Hey, what are you doing in this place, sweetheart? You're too good looking for this scene, but if you're uh, desperate for a job... <laughs> I already have a job, sir. Uh, I'm looking for William Aykroyd. The bartender was drying off drinking glasses. What's it do you? She pulled out her badge. Oh shit, you're fed. Um... Sorry about the job slisting spiel. I don't know who this Aykroyd fella is, but if you hear from Mr. Mojo Rising over there, he's staring at the fucking wall. And the police are talking to him. Agent Mills, confused by the Jim Morrison reference, turned to where the bartender said he would be. Uh, why are the police... Well, he started to get handsy with the girls, and... They didn't mind him doing so, which is odd. Kid doesn't even look like he's even 21. To her surprise, she saw a young man who could not have been fresh out of high school, wearing a pair of circular sunglasses, sitting, being questioned by the police. He was in handcuffs. She walked over swiftly. Excuse me, 
Uh, I'm Agent Allison Mills of the CIA. I'm here to speak to this gentleman right here. Get in line, lady. This guy's gonna be heading downtown. Well, maybe I can help. I need to speak to Mr. Aykroyd. Aykroyd? Like Dan Aykroyd? This fucking nut says he's Jim fucking Morrison. I am Jim fucking Morrison, man. Played for the Doors, you might recall. Jim Morrison died in 1971, and there's no way you were Jim Morrison. He would be in yeah, his... Yeah, in his 70s, and no, because this is not my real body, man. The police officer threw his paper tablet into the air. That's it. I'm done. We've been talking to this guy for 45 minutes, and we're getting nowhere. You take care of a Miss Federal Government. We're done. Sarge. Let the agent here handle it. We have more important things to do than deal but with this guy. But what about his dude? The police officers both left the strip joint Process. at the protest of Agent Mills. But they'd be back. She turned her attention back to the young man. Well then, I guess now you're my problem. Are you William Aykroyd? It was a switch flipped inside the boy's head as the real inhabitant of his body finally broke through. Oh, thank God he's out. Yeah, I'm Billy, and we need to get out of here. Do you uh, have any Coke? Do you have any money? I'm sure I can get you a Coca-Cola from the bar. <laughs> no. Um, I mean, uh, cocaine? Ah, uh, that's a pretty tall order there, Mr. Aykroyd. Do you know it's a federal offense to ask us for illegal contraband? You don't understand! It's a matter of safety. I have no control whether or not these lunatics take over my body. I have to stay awake. I can get you an energy drink or something. Billy took off his sunglasses. Fine, but let's get out of here. Do you have a car? I do, uh, but it's a rental car. I can give two shits at this point. Just get me out of here before Elvis shows up. Elvis? Is this really necessary? It is. If I gotta drive around in this car for you to fucking talk to me, then this is how we gotta go about it. Okay, my name is William McRoy, but sometimes I can go by Jim Morrison, Elvis Presley, Chris Farley, uh, yeah. That's an impressive list of people. They all died while partying. Who else am I missing? Oh yeah, there's Janis Joplin. She's fun. So, can you explain all this to me? To simply put it, I am a medium. I can speak to the dead. Problem is that I can only speak to the famously dead, and they have to have died while partying. So, you can't speak to, say, George Washington, because he didn't die while partying? Bingo! But... This also has kind of a bad side effect. I can see what you mean. What happened at the strip joint? In order for me to sleep soundly, per se, I have to either lock myself up on a cot or drive around in a car to keep the spirits from inhabiting me while I sleep. Morris had convinced someone to unlock him, and he decided to go out on a bender out on the town that ended at that strip joint. Sheesh. So I have to do all that I can to stay awake. Coke, uppers, lots of coffee... Even heavy amounts of alcohol work, because it basically renders my body useless. Except for if Farley walks in. Then all bets are off. It's over when Farley walks in. When he walks in, so that's it, man. I'm done. how do you feel you can be a vital member of our team? You can barely control what's going on in your own body. Elvis. Elvis. Why is that an answer? Because the king reigns the others in, and makes sure that whatever we do helps America. Christ, he even met Nixon, remember? I, I heard stories, but I'm not that old. Oh, there's more. How much more? Depending on who inhabits my body, 
I receive special abilities based on the ghosts in question, like Farley's strength and durability. Wow. Okay, that's interesting. So, what do you get from, say, Elvis? He gives me the power to command people to do almost anything he says. A sort of social domination, if you will. And Jim Morrison? Infectious charisma. But it seems to only work on females or homosexuals. Sometimes people that dress up like Boy George. Well, that explains why the cops and the bartender were weird toward you. And what about the others? <laughs> Janice gives me confidence. And a lack of fear. Most of the time when she comes in, it's when I have to do something daring or death-defying. So, are these the only spirits who come to you on a regular basis? Sometimes River Phoenix. Oh, what does he do? You know, I'm not entirely sure. He doesn't do much of anything except sometimes he gives me a good night's sleep without restraint. If he does anything else, it'd be news to me. <clears throat> Billy Aykroyd, a.k.a. The medium. Pros. Can communicate and cooperate with ghosts. Absorbs some of their abilities in life, but to an nth degree higher when his body is inhabited by one. Cons. These spirits have all died by misadventure or, quote, partying, unquote, as subject states. They also have a tendency to act erratic in public and are a bit out of control. At LAX Airport, Agent Mills and Billy Ackroyd were waiting in the terminal area to board another flight back to Dallas when another phone call came through. It was from the same number in Colorado as Agent Jenkins had called from before. Agent Jenkins, is everything okay? Gladys has flown the coop. She what? She decked me and knocked me out after our experiment went a little haywire. Now she's gone. Ollie and Darla mentioned something about her flying north. But... Doesn't she live in Texas? Kind of counterproductive to head to Canada. I know that, but now I have to go search for her. But I don't want to take Ollie and Darla with me. I'm getting them plane tickets and get them to Washington. I want you to meet them at Dulles within the next few hours. If I get back in time? Remember, I'm in California with Mr. Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd? I love them at Ghostbusters. No. Billy Aykroyd? No relation. I know you are the senior agent involved in this, but... Don't you dare say it, Mills. But you need to start treating these people better, sir. Your lack of empathy is probably the reason why she left. She didn't feel safe around you and probably felt that leaving was the best alternative. Alternative to what? Well, biting the living piss out of you. Remember, she has the power of the vampire bat. Okay, okay. Try to make changes in my attitude. I already feel guilty about Rod. I didn't think he'd be able to do that despite no electricity coming in being in the room. You mean... Yeah. Apparently Rod exudes electricity all on his own. Sir, uh, might I make a suggestion? I'm listening. Are you... I mean, are you really going to listen to what I have to say? Yes, now what do you have to say? But first, don't you just hate it when they cut to commercial? At the most exciting part of the show? Don't worry, we're not going to do that. We're too small for sponsors. Back to the show. I think instead of going off on a wild goose chase for Gladys, we should regroup back in Washington and let our new team get together to solve this as our first mission. 
I have a feeling that my group of people can assist you a lot better than yours. I'm not saying that you failed, sir. All I'm saying is that if we're going to find Gladys, we need to get it together. Okay. We'll meet you back home. It figures. Son of a bitch. That Ricardo was right. Gladys sighed as she was stuck in bat form, covered in nets. She was stuck in a log cabin up north. Her fur helped a little, but it was freezing cold. A man opened the wooden door and walked into the cabin. He was wrapped in fur and had a large grayish beard and carried a long rifle. Come on, you jackass. Let me out of these nets. You're lucky I haven't shot you, devil woman, but you're going to make me rich. Look, I'm not a devil woman, okay? So what if I look like a bat? I love my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That's just what a devil-worshipping bat woman would say. You're out of your damn mind, dude! I'm not letting you go. In fact, I have a reporter for the National Enquirer coming up here right now. If you let me out of these nets, I can explain everything. The man leveled the rifle down to take her in his sights. I am not. Well, at least give me something to eat! I'm so hungry! What do vampire bat women eat? Blood? Well, I can eat anything, but blood seems to be... Wait a minute! I'm a government agent. Sure you are. No, I really am. Let me use your phone and I can prove it. What's your name, buddy? Walter. Well, Wally, if you let me out of these nets, I can... For the last time, I am not going to release you. But I will go get you something to eat. Boy, is President Trump going to be pissed. You know President Trump. Uh, yeah, hell yeah, I know him. Uh, voted for him twice. He and I are tight. He's only had one election. Doesn't mean I didn't vote for him in the primary. Well, give my regards to the president after I get my pictures in. He walked out of the cabin, leaving Gladys once again by herself. She was unable to revert back to her human form as the nets constricted her movement, even if it meant breaking the nets. For some reason, in the nets, she was powerless. All right, asshole, let me try using this tongue of mine. Gladys stuck out her pretensile tongue to grab the netting. Maybe she could get to it with her teeth. Will Gladys get out of those nets? Will Walter the Hunter expose Gladys to the National Enquirer? Can the Brotherhood get to her in time? Will they get their shit together to save her? How should I know? I'm just the announcer. Join us next time. You've been listening to episode 9! In the cast you heard, Robert Hunter as Burt McGonagall, Emily McAnulty as Ellison Mills, Bert Burfell as Multiple Parts, introducing Max Hunter as Billy Aykroyd, Danny Atwell as Agent Philip Jenkins, and Stacey Atwell playing Gladys Hamilton! Special effects by Zapsplat.com Dark Charm Media Copyright 2022 All Rights Reserved Tune in next time for another action-packed episode!